Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and you are listening to It's All an Act podcast. And it is our 100th episode. Can you believe 100 already? How time flies. And as you can probably hear, me again today, but... I have a guest for you, a guest to celebrate our 100th episode and a guest that she is. Yes, another wonderful female for you. She is a West End star who has a love for Disney, roller coasters and all things girl power. The best thing to come out of Grinsby since the Clifton siblings. She has played Natalia in Preludes, Maggie and understudy Lauren in Kinky Boots, Sophie in Mamma Mia, and she is taking a chance on me today. Please welcome Georgia Louise. Hello. Oh, wow. An intro. <laughs> That's the best intro I've ever had. You're very welcome. I'll, I'll cut that clip out and, and you can have it to keep forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll just play that to anyone I meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you meet them. Oh, hi. I'm, oh, wait a minute. This is One who second, I am. Just yeah. to this. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> I hope all of that was was accurate. I do. I do like to do my research. Yeah, that that was incredibly accurate. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so let's delve right in to you, Georgia. So, firstly, tell our listeners who you are, how it all started, where it all came from for you, for the love of theatre. Oh well. We're going back many, many years. Let me take you back. Um, <laughs> I always say that I came out of the womb jazz hands first. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the first time I ever kicked was when my mum was watching Mac and Mabel. Um, and I hadn't kicked yet and she was a bit nice. worried. Um, and the overture began and I was like, oh, oh, yes, I love this. Get me out. So uh, <laughs> I, I think from then on, she knew that she had a very stagey baby. But yeah, my mum is kind of the reason I do what I do because she always did Amdram. So I kind of grew up watching her do her shows and it was kind of the only time she would get me to shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> she would like bring me into rehearsals and just kind of sit me down and I would be mesmerized like just completely drawn in for a good hour yeah and that's the only time I would shut up because other than that I'd be like dancing around the house and forcing people to listen to me sing I was one of those children yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice as as we find that most most are <laughs> within yes the- yes yeah good awesome and and it all stemmed from there yeah I mean yeah, it was all my mum really because I'd watch like the films that she'd watch when she was growing up. So I'd be obsessed with My Fair Lady and Singing in the Rain and Annie and just they just kind of consume my childhood. Like even when I was playing pretend games by myself, I'd be like, oh, I'm Annie sweeping up the garden. I'm Annie doing the washing up. <laughs> my mum got me to do child labour by basically going, just be Annie or Cinderella. And I was like, yeah, sick. <laughs> <laughs> been exploited wow um but yeah i mean and my dad is totally the opposite so um okay he he's grown up in a very very stagey household but you know he's he's learned along the way he's um he's he's been able to cope i've been in some very 
very <laughs> musical musicals so yeah. it, it's been it's been hard for him <laughs> um, <laughs> you know kink, kinky boots was was quite quite intense for dad an, an eye opener um, i bet yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> with yeah, adam, um, adam lake uh, shaking <laughs> in your face yeah <laughs> literally screaming at my dad on the front row <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it's all kind of done to my mum really and my grandma and granddad did amdram as well so it's it's in the family so i, I didn't really have a, ch- a chance not to be stagey with fair my mum yeah um, fair enough but I, I did it because I wanted to do it. It wasn't she wasn't like a pushy mum or anything. Um, it was all definitely my own choice. I, I just knew as soon as I saw her do it, I was like, yeah, I want to do what mum does. Nice. And does <laughs> mum still do Andrew? Uh, not as much now. Mum and dad own a fruit and veg stall, so okay. they're pretty busy, especially right now. Yeah. Um, so no, not as much. She occasionally does when she finds the time. Um, I think the last thing she did was Sister Act, which I got to see her in. Wow. Um, she played Loud One. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. She played that one. Um, and it was nice because I was at Mountview at the time and okay. she'd like been to see a lot of my third year shows. So it was nice to reverse that and actually be able to watch her after so many years of not. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, it must be different being the, the other side of the boards, I suppose. So you mentioned yeah. Mountview then, but before that, you were at Cleethorpe's Academy, right? <laughs> I was, yes. <laughs> you, you really know your stuff. I, I don't um, try. I yeah. try to do my research. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yes, from year nine onwards I was, but before it was Cleethorpe's Academy, it was actually called Lindsay, Lindsay oh, okay. School. And it specialised in performing arts. Um, and my mum actually taught drama there. So that's kind of the reason I went, because you got to do drama A-levels, dance A-levels. It was a specialist school in performing arts, which for me was like ah. dream. But then in year nine, a big kind of scary school took over it, and we all had to wear blazers, and it became like a maths specialist school, which was just not for me, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, having that, having Lindsay in, in my like early school years, it, it, it really helped because often you get bullied a lot when you're a performing arts kid. So the fact that everyone had to do it, like it was in the curriculum, it made it less like embarrassing and less of a thing you could bully someone about because yeah. everyone had to partake. So that really helped in that aspect of things. Good, good. Yeah, I, I speak to a few people. I did art school, funny enough, specialised in performing arts and I was mm-hmm. one of those students. And being male, I find that that took its toll as mm-hmm. well. <laughs> um, yeah, doing performing arts and, yeah, and, and being male and kind of people looking at it in a in a, um, a, a sissy way they used to call yeah, it yeah yeah exactly um, yeah but the way I used to look at it I used to say okay so I'm getting changed and around all of these girls in in <laughs> their costumes and you're on a rugby field with lots and lots of boys like you know which one which yeah. one would you like exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, know, it was always really yeah. kind of funny like I remember we did Joseph and like the the proper like footy footy laddie lad got cast as Joseph, so it was nice to kind of see someone come from that aspect of things play the lead in the show because again it helped with that stigma yeah. that like performing arts was only for boys who were gay or like yeah. boys who were 
as you say, like what everyone would call a sissy and things like yeah. that. It, it, it was nice to kind of stop that stigma, yeah. even if it was just for while that show was on. Um, so yeah, that was nice. Good, good. Shall we get into some questions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one. Your favourite part you've ever played. So you've played a few parts. So this can be mm. from from way back in your Amdram days up to uh, you playing Sophie in the West End. What, what a number that is. Ooh. I'm, I'm probably going to have to say my most recent one, Natalia in Preludes. Okay. Because it was the one that I had the most input in. Um, I was allowed to create her, whereas... My two other jobs have been West End jobs, which are incredible. And it's always, always something I wanted to do. So not taking away from that. But when you take over someone's role, you're often kind of expected to emulate the same performance in a way. Um, The direction is very much set for what it's been for 20 years. And you're kind of told to like stand on 12 and say it like this. (laughs) I see. Um, A a cookie cookie cutter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and there often is a lot of creative freedom around that, not saying that there never is, but mm-hmm. with Preludes, because we were creating a completely new original version of the show that had never been done in the UK, I was being asked, what do you think? <laughs> Which after two years of like not being asked that really was really, really nice. Yeah. Um, and I got to utilise a lot of the stuff that I learned at Mountview because you learn so much about like, like tiny things like how does your character walk? How does your character sit? Um, Like, and when you're in a show where it's kind of cookie cutter, you don't really get, you don't really have time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just trying to get the job done. Whereas preludes, a lot of time was spent on finding the characters and their relationships. And like even a lot of the choreo and stuff, was from us we came up with a lot of that stuff um nice so i found from that that i really enjoy creating roles and being creative nice well (laughs) that's what it's all about at the end of the day i suppose (laughs) yeah yeah and also natalia was a badass like and i other roles i've played i felt like weren't really me whereas natalia i felt like that person which again helped for creating nice. her. Um, Are you telling people yeah, felt- about us? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Just okay, a good. Bit. Um, but you know, it's nice sometimes because sometimes you get to, like, I got told off a lot in Mamma Mia for like being a bit too angry. Because <laughs> okay. like, I've, got, I've got a lot of anger in me. Yeah. So it was nice to play with that and kind of find myself within a character instead of felt like, a, instead of feeling like I'm playing a part which sometimes can be quite dangerous and sometimes you end up taking that person home with you when when it's when you shouldn't and you should kind of leave them at the theater so again that was yeah. something i had to learn kind of shaking off that show because that show was intense <laughs> especially <laughs> when you've done like kinky moots and mamma mia yay there's a finale dance and woo yeah. everything's great and preludes was dark <laughs> and yeah a lot about a lot about the mental struggles of being a performer so yeah, it, it, the first few weeks were rough because you end up taking that home with you when you you you, you realise and learn to leave it at the door. <laughs> good, good, good. So we spoke about when you started performing way back, all because of mum. Yes. But, but why did you start performing? 
Oh, I love attention. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. That's fair enough. That is fair enough. <laughs> no, um, but, you know, I kind of did. And especially when I got a sister, I was furious. Oh. So oh. furious. I was like, <laughs> where's my audience gone? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so it was my kind of way of being like okay spotlight on me guys hello I'm gonna perform now um so in that selfish way I, I loved I just loved the feeling of uh, applause and and being told you were good at something especially like I said when you're at school and you're being bullied for it and and people yeah. aren't very nice to you when you get a round of applause for doing something it just feels so nice yeah um but also I like not in a horrible way but I like not being myself yeah Um, that's fair enough completely removing myself and kind of forgetting about the outside world and Mm -hmm. just embodying someone else and I always say that I want to make people feel how I felt as a kid so like I always think about myself on like the front row of Phantom like looking up at the performers and being like oh my god they're amazing yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like oh my god I want to do that and I I really I, I remember telling myself when I was a kid I was like I want to be that I want to be the person on stage that I'm looking up to and I want to inspire people and, and let people know that it doesn't matter where you come from you you can do it so good. yeah I, I like I like that side of things too and good yeah good that's a nice message for our listeners actually, <laughs> that yeah know, knowing you the damn drum you came from that you've you've worked your way through and some would say making it a lot of people associate being on the west end with making it um mm-hmm. but what is your big ambition in life like where where are you going from now oh um i always i've always said i want to win an olivier <laughs> nice in the grossest way and a tony <laughs> Okay. Um, but I, I want I want to create a role that in a big big show. But yeah, I think I just want to keep creating roles. I, I want to keep working. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the in the most basic ways, I just want to keep doing this. And you'll you'll find with performers that we we do it. Yes, we do it to earn a living. And hello, government. We we do make a living from this <laughs> job. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> but we also do it because it makes us feel alive and it's the only thing we can do. I do it because I literally can't do anything else. I'm useless at everything else. Oh, I don't <laughs> um, know about that. But you know, it, it's, it's the one thing that just makes me feel complete and always has. So uh, my main goal above everything is just to keep being able to do it <laughs> forever. Good. good, good. That is a good message to put out yeah. there. So you saying you can't do anything else is definitely a lie. (laughs) Definitely. Um, But do you have anything else that you enjoy? Any other hobbies or interests? I love films. So I've always said that if I hadn't gone into performing, I'd probably go into either writing or film studies. I I love watching a very deep, confusing film and like being able to delve into it and understand it. I, I love that. I write a lot of poetry. I hope one day that I can, I could publish it. That would be something that I'd quite like. 
but yeah, I've been writing a lot of poetry during this time. <laughs> I tend to write poetry when I'm sad or angry. So this time's been great for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's um, what gets your creative juices flowing. Yes. Then. Um, yeah. But also, as you said in the beginning, I love a theme park. Love, you, love, love theme you parks. Do. <laughs> um, it's like my, my boyfriend and I, we travel the country and the world just to go to theme parks um, I think also because I'm a musical theatre person that kind of travels into that, that kind of like escaping to another land, mm-hmm. like especially really, really well-themed theme parks like Disney. Yep. Um, it's like one big set, <laughs> which I love. Um, so yeah, massive theme park enthusiast as well. Good, good. There's, oh, <laughs> I, I, I know the exact feeling, I know. And it's, it's <laughs> yeah. interesting actually that you mentioned the correlation between the two. I've never really noticed or thought about mm. that, but you mentioning it, it now makes sense. It now highlights yeah. why. Yeah, why I, you, you often find that we're, we're all big fans of Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why is there and no I crossover? Love, Why is there no musical know, theater Ryan. theme park? What? Oh my God. You watch out. Macintosh, <laughs> you're missing a trick there. That's I, it. I think we're onto something there, Jazz. Let's, exactly. Let's yeah. talk after this. <laughs> yeah, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming, coming in 2022. Exactly. Yeah. When you can do anything Thanks. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. So, Georgia, some people would regard you as a famous person, but have you met anyone that you would class as a famous person? Being referred to as a famous person is so bizarre. (laughs) I'm definitely not. I am famous within a very specific small group of people, and I love them. (laughs) But I don't know if I stage door. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'd ever call myself famous. Some people might. Some people. Well, why not? (laughs) Um, Well, I had the pleasure of meeting Bjorn. Wow. Um, after a performance of Mamma Mia, which was pretty wild. So because I can't see anything when I'm on stage, I'm so blind. It it worked quite well for me because apparently when I was singing Name of the Game, he was in the upper circle, literally within my eyeline. Um, so I'm forever grateful for my blindness <laughs> um, because if I'd have known that I was singing it directly to him, oh my God, that would have thrown me off. So yeah, he came on stage afterwards and said hello to us all and said some very, very kind things to me, which was just when the writer of that iconic music is, is telling you that he liked the way you did it, that's the best compliment ever <laughs> I, yeah I'd say all the famous people I've met are, are like musical theatre people Bjorn's probably the the biggest celeb I've, especially I've ever met. in in context of you doing Mamma Mia I suppose if you just bumped him yeah. into him on the street that yeah. <laughs> would have been a yeah. very different experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah awesome that is good so with all the shows you do you must have some pre-show rituals right for for you yeah i'd say every show that i do a new ritual is born okay (laughs) Um, i i feel like every every character has its own ritual in a way so for natalia my ritual was 
I always had to, um, I had like a four minute long piece where I just sang the words, die, die, die. Um, Yeah. Uh, And oh, it was, oh, it was so hard to learn. So I think maybe it was just me before every show going, okay, do we know this? Yeah, we know this. Great. Let's go. But just like singing that to myself in the corridor, just like getting that into my body because she was a music teacher. So I liked to kind of get that music into my body, get that movement going. So that was kind of my ritual for her. Um, For Sophie, it was more about like having fun backstage before going on because I shared a dressing room with Ali and Lisa. We always tried to make sure that we had like some good tunes on, that we were, we felt good because it's such a feel good show and you've, you have so much energy with that friendship group that it was nice to kind of have that backstage as well. And I always used to sing along to the overture because when you're Sophie, you're sat in the little alcove with your little diary before the curtains come up and bam, it's you, centre stage. So I used to sit in my alcove as the overture went on and I'd used to like come along to that and we'd have our own little things where it'd be like, knowing me, knowing you. And you're like, you always have to do the clap. <laughs> if I didn't get the clap, I'd be like, oh, it's going to be a terrible show. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's the thing with rituals. You need to make sure they're casual because yeah. if they become like, like suspicions or like things that like, if I don't do this, everything's going to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> You need to make sure that they're, they're, they're nice and fun and, and nice for you to do. Um, and Kinky Boots, yeah, again, it was just, that that show was the most fun I've ever had. Like um, that. And that cast, like, just full of absolutely mental people. Just, like, the funniest, most wickedly talented people I've ever met. Adam um, Lake being a prime example. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you've got Adam Lake, Lauren Drew, Jed Berry. You've Lauren got Dale Drew. Evans. Like... What an insane cast. Mel Jakes, like everyone from the top, David Hunter and Simon yeah. down, everyone was so talented. Yeah. Um, and again, you you get your rituals as well because you have a physical and vocal warm-up before every show. So sometimes even that's just my ritual, just feeling warm and, and making sure I'm drinking. And I always have, like, people always come to me in my dressing room because I've always got, like, crazy... <laughs> throat sweets and <laughs> and steamers and all my concoctions so normally something to do with those as well and a nice warm tea as well tea nice Lem- <laughs> lemon tea do you go for the lemon tea um, i i tend to go for the pucker ginger and lemon and manuka honey tea yeah Nice. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> I've actually, good. I've actually got one now. <laughs> oh, very, very nice. <laughs> yeah. There we go. You're keeping it going, even even though we are in lockdown. Yeah. I like, I like your style. <laughs> like your style. So, Georgia, I am conscious that I am taking up time within your day. So, I have one final question for you, which I did not send across, but we do <gasps> ask all of our guests just see okay. what they say on the spot so Mm -hmm. the question is if your life was a musical what would it be called oh my gosh oh oh you know what i've never even thought of that crazy it's a question that's come from way 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 back and we ask all our guests and they're like oh my god Um, (laughs) let me Um, think yeah we've had some crazy things (laughs) oh oh um Ooh. Life is a roller coaster. Wow, nice. <laughs> uh, yes, because there's a few things in there. It's the ups and downs of life. We've got a theme park theme in there. 
Nice. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with that. Nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to be it in my brain now. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to Who's going to play me? Who's going to play Elliot? Who's going to be my mum? <laughs> oh, I love it. Love yeah. it. Georgia, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for your time thank today. Thank you for having me. It, it's oh. nice to speak to a human, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Another person. It is indeed. Yes. Definitely, rather than being cooped up in this crazy time oh, that we yes. are living in. Yes. Thank you for celebrating our 100th episode with us. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. You are the... The face of 100. <laughs> there's, there's... I hope I don't look it. Oh, I probably no, do, you know, no, during, no. I've got no sunlight. I'm like a vampire right now. There's, there's nothing. She's, I'm see-through. I'm all veins. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Georgia, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate thank it. Thank you. Stay well, no stay worries. safe, and I'll speak you too. soon. Thank you very much. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Ah. At podcast. Hello, Georgia. Hello.